Welcome, everybody, to episode 68 of the Vlix Podcast. I am your host, Javo, joined with Pete. Hello, I'm here. The very sick, hopefully with only food poisoning, Danan. Still alive. And Ken. Hello. So, how is everybody doing? Pete, you have some great news to tell everybody. What's up, buddy? Oh. Oh, yeah, I, I passed my test, guys. I am COVID-free. Mm. Oh, good job. Which means he's Yay. passed it on to Danon, who will be That's getting right. the next person to get a test out of the four of us. And I still have not. This will be Danon's, what, second test? Third. Yes. No, just second. Oh, your second, huh? Yeah, I'm hoping it's food poisoning, but... You can't, you can't assume anymore. That only makes an ass out of you. No, no, me. you can't. Right. That's true. So, Pete, All right, well, we're... the rundown of our show today, because knowing me, I was recording already. So, welcome, everybody. So, Ken, do you have a rant for us today? I want to share something with you guys. This is something I saw on the interwebs, uh, which Uh social media is a uh, is a hotbed of ridiculousness these days. But uh, this particular one really, really chapped my ass, guys. So (laughs) it's a picture of a classroom. Looks like a like an elementary school classroom. Um, And it's got a divider up, you know, there's a little pot of four desks and there's a divider in between them. Oh, yeah. uh, Separating them out. Yeah. So not sure. Is it the one where they're they're showing how to build it? Yeah, it's, yeah. The PVC pipe and clear shower curtains from the dollar store cost about a hundred dollars to do the room. Right, is what the caption says. I I understand the spirit in which this was shared, but fuck this, fuck this. Teachers are already underpaid and have to buy supplies out of their own pockets. Under no circumstances whatsoever. Do they be expected to supply one goddamn thing to make their classroom safer from COVID? If a school district or community can't manage to pull this off without teachers having to chip in, they shouldn't have in-person learning. Absolutely. This is fucking ridiculous. I don't think they should have in-person learning at all right now. I don't either. But you know what? Some freedom-loving, Bible-thumping fuckhead is going to decide they need to have in-person school. And that's... That's entirely up to them. This is America. You're free to do that shit. But let me tell you something. The, you're, you're shoving all this responsibility onto people who are already underpaid and overworked. And they're, they're, they're going out of their way to care for your children so that you can slave away at a job that gets you nowhere. And they're doing it for less money than they should. Teachers should be the highest paid fucking individuals in this country. But they're not. And here's the other thing. They gotta they got they gotta buy their supplies and now you're starting to ship in for shit like this? No. Fuck no. Instead of Jim, we're gonna have all the kids making new masks for themselves. Uh, it's ridiculous. Absolutely. Oh yeah, it'd be like it'd be like book covers. Like you have to, you know, get the paper bag, yeah. but instead you have to make your own mask. You know, we're gonna have bake sales to like I don't know. Get a new ventilator for the kids who keep dying. One, one of the comments. Uh, one of the comments on uh, where I saw this posted was that maybe they could start a GoFundMe for this. Like, no. Yeah, maybe GoFundMe. Go fuck me, right? Just do it. Oh, like, maybe a Go fuck yourself. Website? Can we make that yeah, website? Yeah. Oh, that would be a perfect business model. 
I just I you're just, forgetting. Ken, you're forgetting. We need we need more tanks, man. We need more tanks. That's what you're forgetting. It's more important. For what? There's nobody else. To, there's nobody left to fight. Oh, there is. We're fighting theory. each other now. I have a theory. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we get we need more tanks so we can deploy them to Portland and Seattle. Right. No, that's okay. Now's now's the NRA. It's time to shine. They're gonna save us all. All right, so that's that, that's I just I had to throw that out there because it's it's for goddamn ridiculous. The pre- and all the, I'm already bothered by the fact that kids are going to be in school, and these teachers are going to get blamed for a, for an outbreak at a school because they didn't spend enough time of their already in a situation where they already don't have enough time. They didn't spend enough time sanitizing their fucking classroom. I'm sorry, but. Teachers work their asses off. They deserve better than they get. And this is just one more thing that they have to worry about. And I think it's fucking bullshit. That's it. I'm done. Thanks, guys. Janitorial staff? That's not like they're going to double the janitors? Oh, no. No, 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 no. To clean that. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what you do. I mean, janitors come in at night. See, during the day, it's the teacher's responsibility. Not a kid. Yeah, I always. I don't know how it works in practicality. I've never seen it. But the Japanese schools where the children are in charge of cleaning up. Um, I wonder if they would do better in a situation like this where they could be tasked as a class anyway to clean up their room, sanitize it. No, this is oh, you know that's not going to happen. You you can't make no, little Timmy. You can't make little Timmy a, a maid. You're going to teach him the wrong rules. You're going to teach him to be subservient, Danon. That's not America. Right. That's for other people. Alright. Well, it's not America. And uh, lighter news, uh, mygofuckme.com is available for $12. <laughs> Alrighty then. There so you go. Make we, money on that. Is this a site where we uh, take money and then like uh, cyber bully people on your behalf? Yeah, uh, but only only people of a certain station in life, like not not kids or anything, but only like right. But we also give twenty percent. So twenty percent of the money we get also goes to the person that we bully. Hmm. Oh, so That's they get something cool. off of it too. Right. Exactly. Right, but it's like an insulting amount. Well, right. Well, see, how about sign, like? You, but this is like you sign you relentlessly up. email and call them for three weeks and then mail them a check for eighty-five cents. Right. Well, see, this is the thing is you sign yourself up. Uh, and then other people can pay to insult you. Oh, so like they. Internet every insult them. costs somebody like a certain amount of money. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, if they really insult you good, they like they would pay you like 50 bucks. And at the end, if you're right. well insulted, you could have like a decent amount of money. Exactly. It's GoFundMe, right. but just reverse. Oh, so we're gonna monetize insults, who are like the, the better they are, yeah. the more money you get in return. You're exactly. Have, like, instead of YouTubers, you can have a professional insulter. So it's social media for insults. Oh, but this... we we will make That's money off of this and give them money too. This would this would work. Well, that's kind of like that roast me uh, on Reddit, right? Right. Yeah, it's basically roast me, Only... but we'll make money off. Of I'll make money off it. Okay. 
We monetize posting uh, people. Uh, we technically yeah, right. just did. Uh-huh. I think we're really I mean, sharp in the uh, insult game in this country, especially when it's monetized like that. All right. So Ken Ken's rant and for for all the I I agree with you Ken. I think it's all bullshit. But Ken's rant Ken's rant is over. So uh what's our next uh, section there, Jonathan? Well, let's move into some sandwiches, guys, cuz I'm hungry. I don't think Ken Ken are you ready for sandwiches or do you want us to do the I, the movies? I, I can do sandwiches. I feel like all I'm right, talking a lot already tonight, but that's fine. We're good to go. All right, guys. So last week we uh, we, we we checked out the uh, the northwest or the northeast. Uh, that was uh, there was some pretty cool stuff in there. I think we got a a pretty decent uh, menu that we got to build up and 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 try some of these things out. Uh, this week we're moving on to the Midwest, as Pete said. Uh, we're going to start uh, with uh, we're going to keep rolling in alphabetical order. We'll visit some old favorites, uh, and they, obviously, you know. Some places that, uh, that that we're all familiar with, but uh, first up on the list is going to be the uh, the great state of uh, Indiana, uh, and Indiana's uh, number one sandwich is the peppered beef. Uh, let's see, Shapiro's Delicatessen in Indianapolis has the uh, has the best sandwich. It's been decided. Uh, this is, uh, this is lean beef, uh, round that is salted and cured before being peppered, smoked, and seasoned with a little sugar and paprika. Mm. Uh, it, uh, looks like it's, uh, served with some provolone cheese on a thick slice bread with, uh, with some Grey Poupon mustard. Oh, no, I take that back. That's, uh, that, that's yeah, Swiss too. cheese. And a pickle on the side. This one sounds okay. I'd, I'd eat this one. Right. Yeah, oh, if you're probably fan, eat this one. If, yeah, if you're a fan of roast beef, you'd uh, you'd probably enjoy this. I'd I'd pound this one. I'd throw it straight up in the air and catch it with my mouth. So, <laughs> so the only roast beef, the only sandwich at Jimmy John's that I like is actually the roast beef sandwich. So yeah, uh, Jimmy John's is overrated. Oh, they're totally I, overrated. I don't. I I find the, I I find the I find the, the the roast beef at Jimmy John's to be flavorless. Yeah, but their other sandwiches are oversalted. Bacon is tragically um, unflavored. Tragic. Tragic. Oh man, that is rough when you are a sandwich shop and you have a tragically underflavored sandwich. Well, the other thing about Jimmy John's, the only thing they actually have going for them is the fact that they deliver really fast. That's it. They are freaky fast. That's the only thing about their model that works because their sandwiches are gross. Jimmy Johns, if you want to be yeah, a sponsor of the Flex Podcast, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, travel, traveling east from Indiana, we swing through Illinois, and it's Italian beef sandwich. Ooh. Uh, a lot of beef. A lot of beef going around. A lot of, a lot of beef. We love our beef in the Midwest. That's, that's what we're known for. Um, the Italian beef from Al's uh, in Chicago. Uh, the Italian beef is um, rump roast. Rub with salt, pepper, oregano, chili flakes before being roasted for about an hour or so. Uh, cool to room temperature and refrigerated overnight. The beef is then thinly sliced, simmered in its own gravy while uh, before being piled onto a loaf of bread. 
a loaf of bread. Yeah, and then and then we top it with roasted peppers and spicy pickled vegetable blend known as Jardinaria. Uh before being dunked back into the flavorful flavorful gravy uh juice or au jus, if you will. Uh, uh it's 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 kind of delicious. I've I've had I've had I've actually had one. This is the first one I think on the list I've actually had. Um the Italian beef. It wasn't from Al's though, but it's it was it was it was good. It was really no. It must be a good Chicago's a big town. So um I know you know some of us on some of us here aren't big fans of French dip, which is similar to because you are dipping it back in the in the au jus. But man, I tell you this is this is one tasty sandwich. Bring me some gravy, it's fine. I'll dip whatever in there. Uh, traveling next to Iowa, continuing our, our, our westward trek. Uh, once we get in, once we roll into Iowa, we're going to, we're going to stop into Prairie City and we're going to have the pork tenderloin sandwich at Goldie's Ice Cream Shop. Oh, wow. This at the ice cream is shop. one of the best ones because it's yep. not the location you'd expect. No, it's not. Uh, the pork tenderloin sandwich or, uh, if you guys are familiar with Wiener Schnitzel. Uh, it's a it's a breaded and fried pork tenderloin, uh, and uh, this one is served on what looks to be just a regular hot dog bun with some lettuce and a little bit of mayonnaise. Really? Yeah. That yeah. Must be an amazing pork tenderloin because that sandwich sounds super boring. Well, put you know, wiener schnitzel. Typically, what you do is you uh, you flatten out the the the, the pork, hmm. so it's less than a half an inch thick. And then you bread it and fry. Hmm. I mean, I'll still uh, try it. Yeah, I'll try it. Pickles and onions on the side. And, uh, oh, apparently they like to kick it up with a little bit of ranch dressing. Uh-oh, oh, Jonathan. No, no, wait, wait, wait. No, you don't put ranch no, on just That's just wrong. That, that just ruined it. Jonathan puts ranch dressing on his fingers and eats it. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> Is that why his nails are always so short and <laughs> stubbly? No, that's from anxiety. Yes. Jerk. <laughs> Existential dread. Everybody lives with it in their own way. All right, guys. Now it's time to pay a visit to the great state of Kansas. Oh, boy. And you know what Kansas means. Wheat tornado. Kansas City, Kansas City barbecue. Ooh, barbecue. So for that, uh, we got the Joe's uh, Joe's Kansas City uh, barbecue, the Rocket Pig. Ooh, I want to try it already. I don't even care. Uh, I'm going to tell you this thing looks pretty interesting. Uh, True Taste Kansas City barbecue uh, and the Kansas City. Uh, let's see. What do we got? What do we got? We got slow smoked pulled pork is the house specialty there. And while it's delicious on a stone, you might go for broke and toss in the sweet hot barbecue sauce. Top it with bacon, pepper jack cheese, barbecue mayo, and fried jalapenos. They're going all kinds of spicy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a, it's a monster too. This is a this is a large sandwich. Not sure. I, in my current state, I can fully appreciate how much face sweating is going to happen when you eat that. 
But it, it's going to clear the it's going to clear the sinuses of anybody who's oh, uh, that's true. Who, who might be suffering. I'll tell you that much for sure. All right, circling back around, we're going to roll into our home state of Michigan. Hey, all right, we better have a good sandwich. This is going to be this is a sandwich that Pete's not particularly fond of. Oh man, the best we could do. Uh, this is going to be the Reuben from Zingerman's Delicatessen in Ann Arbor. Uh, actually, I'm okay with this answer because the Reuben from Zingerman's is legendary. It is. It is quite, and uh, rightly so. I've never had one, but I'm gonna disagree just because I can. <laughs> so, the Reuben at Zingerman's is on homemade Jewish rye with Zingerman's it made in store corned beef. Swiss, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing. I wish they would quit it with the sauerkraut. Is there like a coleslaw version I can get that's still good? Uh, how do you feel about um, coleslaw? I love it. See, I like the Reuben with coleslaw in place of uh, sauerkraut. There we go. Correct answer. I like it. I mean, I do too, but... I'm sorry, it's a Zingerman's Reuben. No, if and... you're at Zinger, if you're at Zingerman's, you get the Reuben as it is. If you're anywhere else and you want a Reuben, I'm I'm gonna order um coleslaw. Yeah, hundred percent. But you yeah. get it as it is at Zingerman's because it's yeah, you take legendarily. It, you take it the way it is. Because it's right. fantastic. And it's it's fantastic. Now I know some of the some of the Sparties out there will tell you that the stateside deli corned beef is better. They're wrong, as they so often are. Zingerman's is the, is the tits. That sounds like a Vlix uh, on location. It does sound like a Vlix on location. Hey guys, Live in got... Ann Arbor at Zingerman's. If we're going to do it, we'll do it. If we ever get to do stuff like that. But, however, I still have to say, I like the steak sub at the Fenton Deli. That's my yeah, Michigan it is vote. good. Fenton Deli does the stuff right. Dude, they, they do. I'm not gonna lie. The Fenton Deli is probably the best deli we have in Genesee County. I'm not gonna disagree with you on that. Um, I'm so glad that uh, they, they they got uh, their their Quiznos franchise pulled. Best thing that ever uh, happened. Yeah, it really is too. And pulled for the most ridiculous thing too. Putting too much yeah. meat on the sandwich. Too much meat on the sandwich. Like, come on. All right, guys. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna head up north now to the uh, the great state of Minnesota. We're gonna go to Manny's Tortas in Minneapolis, uh, one of the best Mexican restaurants with hordes of regulars flocking there on a daily basis. Uh, really? The traditional Mexican tortas. Uh, this is uh, a steak, onion, mushroom, tomatoes, jalapeno sandwich, grilled with melted oh. cheese and topped with ham and even more cheese for good measure. What? Yeah, on a toasted bun. This one sounds okay. Sign me um, up for that shit. I'll eat it right now. Right? Uh, I tell you, this this looks delicious too. So weird it's 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 strange to me that the, that that Mexican food is like the top, like a Mexican dish is the top thing in Minnesota, but I suppose not everybody's gonna like lutefisk, so like, it does make sense. Uh, yeah. Danon don't even feel good, and he'd eat that right now. I don't know, man. 
All right. So uh, moving on down south to uh, to Missouri. Missouri. Or Missouri, if you're, uh, you know, one of those people. Uh, so oddly enough, it's not a St. Louis barbecue sandwich. I was mm. really expecting that. But uh, no, we're looking for uh, the Gerber. This is a long roll that's topped with garlic butter, ham, and local Provolt cheese, and then toasted. It's essentially a grinder. Okay. Uh, it was invented in 1973 uh, by uh, the family by family-owned Ruma's Deli. The, gar- the cheese and garlic butter melted together until the whole thing gets brown and bubbly. It actually looks quite tasty. It but, sounds uh, very simple. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's essentially a grinder. It's a ha- it's a ham grinder. Hmm. I, I which uh, again surprises me even more that it's not some kind of barbecue sandwich. But I mean, people in people in St. Louis are weird. Huh. All right, moving on to the Dakotas. We'll start with North Dakotas. The Dakotas. I would have expected these to be in the West, or at least a mountain area. No, it's considered Midwest. Weird, but whatever. Yeah, nobody okay. wanted them. Um, North Dakota again. Speaking of grinders, the everything grinder from Red Pepper in Grand Forks, North Dakota. This is a uh, the signature item uh, grinder is. You can ham, salami, turkey, or any combination, but why stop there? Go to the everything grinder, order it with everything, and you're gonna you're gonna get ham, salami, turkey, taco meat, shredded Colby cheese, slices of Swiss with white with, with white sauce and lettuce. Taco meat. I mean, they lost me a taco meat. I'm not gonna. Lie. Yeah, that got weird. But I guess I mean all five people in North Dakota probably do like it. So, right. I mean, I guess since you say everything, you got to throw in something like a little bit. I bet it doesn't. Well, thank God. It sounds like it was a leftover sandwich and it just took off. Right. Absolutely. Like somebody came with a with a hangover. Ah, see, that's what they need to do: start selling some of these. Looking for a little hair of the dog, and this is what this is what they ended up with. All right, cornfields in Nebraska, guys. Cornfields in Nebraska with a live pig in between them. The uh, we're going to uh, visit the kitchen table in Omaha, Nebraska, for the number one sandwich there called the Whole Bird. A lot of chicken, or are we doing a bigger bird? Uh, I think it's chicken. It's basically a whole chicken incorporated into a sandwich. Bones and all. Tell me we took out the. Uh, the folks have figured out how to incorporate the whole thing into a sandwich. The breast is marinated. The leg and thigh are confit uh, and shredded, and then uh, it's all topped with a runny fried egg and crispy fried skin. Weird. Well, so it's a marinated chicken breast with uh, basically shredded up dark meat chicken and an egg and some fried skin on top. 
which is bread and meat and egg. Yep. Sounds different. Drape them in the blood of their children. <laughs> Sound it sounds like Nebraska. If, uh, much, yeah. Oh, and by the way, the chicken the chicken obviously is corn fed. Oh yeah, it'd have to be. Know, that, yeah, right. That skin's gonna make or break that sandwich. <clears throat> and there's so many ways to screw up uh, fried chicken skin. So many ways. All right, we're gonna vi- we're gonna pay a call now to the armpit of America. No, uh, Ohio, are we? Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna try the uh, corned beef at Slyman's restaurant in Cleveland. Uh, I the name of it makes me uncomfortable. Right. Uh, at Slyman's. Slyman's. Made by the and it's just corned beef. Contains yeah. Yeah. It's basically just a massive corned beef sandwich. Yeah, that's it. Wait. It's just a corned beef sandwich. Way to go, Ohio. With cheese on, uh, on marble rye. I'm not surprised coming from the not parking lot way. of the United States. Now, this is a decent look. I mean, they're not, they're, it looks like they're not stingy with the corned beef on this sandwich. But it looks like, it, I have a feeling they're going to try to charge you 17 bucks for this thing. It's, it is a, a gas station. Is that what you said? It's a gas station. Well, I said that they're the, the parking lot of the United States, so that would make this a gas station. Yeah, I'm surprised, it, I'm surprised the sandwich doesn't somehow involve Skyline Chili. All right. All right, we can on. move on past Ohio. Yeah. We're, we're going to move up. We're going to move back out toward the uh, the edge of the prairie uh, to South Dakota this time. And uh, this one, actually, surprisingly enough, uh, Rapid City, South Dakota, you stop by Philly's, Philly Ted's Cheese Steaks with a Z uh, and order the cheese steak sandwich. Why Why? Why is it uh, that why do they spell cheese uh, steaks with a Z, you ask? Well, that's easy. It's doused in cheese wits. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But isn't that the original Philly way to do it? Uh, yeah, actually, the traditional Philly, uh, you do order with whiz. Uh, but, uh, apparently this guy, Ted English, a Philadelphia native, moved out to South Dakota and, uh, and opened up Ted's in 2001. It's a half-baked loaf and loads it with thinly sliced griddled steak, onions, and your choice of five kinds of cheese. In total, 30 toppings are available, ranging from fries to sauerkraut to wing sauce. Pictured here is the, pictured that I'm looking at is the traditional. It's just steak and cheese whiz uh on it what what looks to be a hoagie roll at least there's up they had a lot of opportunities and i feel like they wasted them (laughs) just just gonna put that out there but you know they got uh, they got mount rushmore so all right i'm gonna assume that i don't love it So, it's fitting that this is our last sandwich for today's segment, and it's in the uh, the cheese capital of the known universe, the great state of Wisconsin. Uh, this one actually is uh, is somewhat appealing to me, guys. This is called the Great Wisconsin Sandwich. It's available from Fromagination in Madison, Wisconsin. That sounds interesting already. 
one of the country's finest purveyors of artisan cheese for imagination. And Madison specializes in cheeses that are very difficult to find out of state, while also turning out some spectacular sandwiches. The Great Wisconsin Sandwich, a three-cheese sourdough bread loaded with Genoa salami, Italian prosciutto, Tuscan salami from Madison's Underground Meats, and mozzarella and provolone from the Monroe-based Roth cheese. It's the best of Italy and Wisconsin, all in one sandwich. Thus the name. Thus the name. Guys, I'm looking at a four-decker sandwich. Looks to be on I'm some kind of focaccia bread. Uh, um, a, a variety. It's basically it's a charcuterie in a sandwich. Right. Oh, see, that's the way that you should sell that. Is like, also they, grilled, yeah, like a little bit. They, 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 they took the mozzarella and the prosciutto and they rolled them up together and they stuck it in the uh, sandwich. Like, yeah. Tell me, there's an olive on top with like a little. Of course, there's an olive on top. Oh, There's absolutely okay. an olive on top. It's got tomato. It's got a little bit of onion. It's got some. It's got some lettuce. Yeah, this is a this is a sexy sandwich. Oh man, I just brought this thing up. It almost looks like it's uh, two biscuits stacked on each other. The biscuits are cut, and there's just all bunch right? of stuff shoved in them. <laughs> and yes, Dana, there is an olive on top. There is an olive on top. Sweet. Do they deliver? <laughs> I would eat the shit out of the sandwich. Absolutely. Again, this looks like a seventeen dollars sandwich, but this one would be worth it. Yeah, it looks like it looks it looks like it's worth seventeen dollars. Yeah, if this is not if this is not like an onion focaccia, I'm totally in. All right, fellas, that's I'm in already. That's our tour of the Midwest. We're going to be hitting the American South next. All right. Prepared for a lot of chicken fried chicken stuff. Chicken with chicken. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Ken. Thank you for doing the Midwest sandwich run. We appreciate it. And we've got some good sandwiches to look forward to someday when we visit these states. Absolutely. All right. So so what's next there, Mr. Jonathan? Um, I think we've got movies to talk about. And then you've got uh, painkillers from the past. Yeah, we need to take a break, and then we'll be back. Sorry. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So, I got eight proven painkillers that we all have to try. Oh, wait. These are proven. Oh, yeah. They're ancient pain treatments that are metal as fuck. All right, let's do it. What's number one? Do you suffer from epilepsy, chronic pain, or diseases of the spleen? Every day. Well, you should try electric catfish. Several species. Y'all talking over each other. What now? And now nobody's talking. <laughs> Go uh, ahead. Go ahead, Jonathan. So several species of fish emit an electrical current, and the agents gave them names like Angry Catfish and Thunder of the Nile. 
Before people understood electricity, names for fish-based shock therapy combined sedation and magic. So basically, you would put a tub of catfish together and step in it to get electrocuted. And that was therapy and pain relief. Well, when so, your whole body goes numb, you can't feel the pain either. Right. So who would, which of us would try this? Who would give it a shot? If you knew it couldn't kill you, it just shocked you. I'd give it a shot for sure. No I mean, I feel like whoever whoever held a dog collar in their hand and passed the warning beeps would, would try this. Is that you, Pete? Would you try it, Pete? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, have you guys ever done that? Oh. oh man, it's weird. You don't put it on like it's a collar. You just you hold it in your hand and just to see how much it hurts the dog. Because if you're gonna shock a dog, I need to know what it feels like too. That's bullshit if you don't. So I did it, and yeah, it's not fun. No, it doesn't hurt. It's more, it's more, kind of like surprising. All right, number two. Mouse paste. And it's for coughs and toothaches. Ooh. So what do you think mouse paste is, Pete? Mouse paste is either like a mouse defecation or urine paste or a squished up mouse. Doctors would make a tiny little mouse meat and herb casserole and then pack it into your gums. Pack it into what? Your gums? Your teeth nope. between your teeth and gums? Nope. So wait, so it's <laughs> mouse chew? Yes. It's a little tobacco in there. It's a, it's a poultice. <laughs> it's a poultice of mouse. <laughs> they make it with mouse. Uh I don't know if I would try this one. I don't think I could handle this one at all. I would puke. What if they didn't tell you? What if they just said, oh, here's a little uh, meat? Yeah, and then as soon as it touched you, it was rancid, you barf. Well, maybe it's not rancid. Maybe it's all cooked up nice and delicious. Uh... Well seasoned. It's actually, when we hit New York, it's going to be... It's going to be the sandwich. It's going to be the... The casserole sandwich. Yep. <laughs> New York street rat sliders. <laughs> amazing. So here's a quick question, a quick sidebar. If you take a slice of casserole and put it between two, two pieces of bread, is that a casserole sandwich? Devil. Uh, answer is yes, but let's move on. Number three. Do you suffer from headaches, epilepsy, and insanity? And you know, sometimes I do get headaches. I could also be clinically insane. Yeah, what do you have for me, Doc? Same thing. I have trepanning and cocoa leaves for you, my friend. You say, did you say trepanning as in drilling a hole into the skull? Yes. While a surgeon was drilling holes into your skull, you pack a lip of cocoa leaves. Then they smeared your chewed-up wad into your new holes and send you on your way. Oh. oh my god. Like cocoa leaves? Like cocaine leaves? Uh, yes. No, like so, chocolate. 
Yeah, chocolate leaves. Chocolate. No, if it drilled a hole in my head, it might have held it. That's uh, that's crazy nonsense. So who wants yeah. to try this one? This is some Hannibal Lecter crap. They're getting you to like spit food into your own brain. Yes. No, thanks. And they're not even doing you the favor of having it be cocaine or heroin. Oh no, it's nothing that actually dulls the pain. Less insane now. It probably just makes it. It probably just makes it more infested. Yeah, I mean, good God, what? I'll take the mouse. All right, what do we got for four? Number four. Do you suffer from migraines, fever, or too much blood? Right now. <laughs> I, I have way too like much blood. So much blood. It's just like, I'm just lousy with blood. <laughs> There's some way I can get rid of some of this extra blood? There is. With bloodletting. Bloodletting? Blood <laughs> I knew science would save us somehow. <laughs> yeah. So wait, bloodletting to cl- to clear up pain? Y- yeah. So I Eg- just get a bird to peck out the infection. <laughs> so Egyptians saw hippos' red sweat and thought it was blood, and decided they weren't bleeding nearly enough. So <laughs> <laughs> their their How logic is on. Their logic is faulty. You know the problem here is you're not bleeding enough. There's a guy who just walked up to another person, I don't care what year it is, and said, you don't bleed enough. And the guy was like, you know what, you're right. I should bleed more. Let's let's yeah. work on that. Let's find a cure for that. And apparently this was a wide practice. Uh, the poster says everybody tried it. Everybody tried it once. Like at <laughs> And then when there was nobody left, that's how Moses escaped. That was the trick. If they talked to the Egyptians, oh, see, this is a plot by the Jews. Hey, oh, no, 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 no. It'll, it'll definitely uh, make you guys all feel better. You just have to let, you know, half of your blood out. Quick, guys, let's go, let's go, let's go. Except for somebody left the map on. <laughs> all right. Next on the list, do you suffer from anxiety, insomnia, and being awake during surgery? Are you Jonathan? Yeah, are you me? Have you tried mallet to the forehead? This nope, we got revolutionary one, technique. We got one better than we're going a step above the mallet to the forehead. We're going with soporic sponges. Oh. Sounds fancy. Yeah, so pretty much it was opium bouillon. Uh, they soaked a sea sponge in a cocktail of sedative herbs, dried it out, and then boiled it when it was time to knock you out and just made you breathe it. Oh, that actually might work. Right. It's like some early chloroform or something. Seriously. Pretty much. So high you pass out? Yeah. All right, so the next one, we're going in a circle. So after you passed out and had her surgery, we came to the fact that we still had too much blood. But we also found out that we had arthritis. 
That's because the blood's in your joints and it's preventing your hands from moving freely. <laughs> right. So what you would do is you would stick leeches to yourself. Mm. That's where I thought we were going with the first blood one. That's the ex- best. Ex- the best cure for for arthritis is leeches. So apparently, leech saliva is a great local numbing agent. It has also uh, been known to have anti-inflammatory properties that make it a surprisingly effective arthritis treatment. Yeah, uh, doctors actually do still use this. It's, like, kind of legitimate. Yeah, this one actually seems like it's still around and still works. They can't find a way to synthesize that? Did you have to have just a leech suck the blood out of your hand? I don't know. Why would you spend all that money when you can just go to the local pond? I guess. I'm going to, like, keep a pet leech and, like, twice a day have them just gnaw on my body. Yeah, maybe this is the cure for COVID. Please post that. <laughs> you can just... <laughs> you just have to put them in your lungs. You just have to... The trick is getting them to swallow without chewing them. I mean, oh, no, you have to... You don't right swallow away. them. You have to inhale them. Well, yeah. They have to get into the lungs. <laughs> the hard part is getting them back out. Wow. Talk about smoker's cough. <laughs> Speaking of smoke, do you suffer from gut pain? Headaches? Oh, 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 is this the gut? Oh, I think I know what this one is. And drowning? And drowning? Are you... <laughs> Oh my god, you know, I have a problem with drowning at least twice a week. Please tell me there's a cure. There is! There is a cure. Are you ready? Is it not going in the water? No. Are you ready for this? I think I know what this cure is. It's great. Yeah, good. Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Tobacco smoke enemas. Mm. Oh, you gotta push it up from the bottom. That's why I keep drowning. I keep yep, trying to get air right. in from the top. Now you got to get spoken from the bottom. Okay. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, it, it, doctors basically blow smoke up your ass. Like it's a legitimate thing. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if that's where this actually that phrase actually came from. What is it might be. Medicare. For... Yeah. Don't don't blow smoke up my ass. It might uh, be because yeah, that... it, yeah. I think it is honestly. So this is it, would make, it, would only, it would only make sense. Originally it's used favorite. to treat horses for constipation, it somehow became a very... Blown <laughs> <laughs> smoke up. Oh my god. And we're sure this is tobacco and not lots of weed, because I feel like the farmers who decided that this was a treatment... <sighs> so it somehow became a popular treatment uh, for drowning victims? And enema kits once started the banks of the river Thames. Thames, whatever. Thames. Yeah, that one. Alright, I got one more. Alright. This one's a doozy. Pete, I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah. Do you suffer from the heavy burden of consciousness? Only sometimes. 
Well, then you need the carotid compression. Carotid compression. Oh you mean a chokehold? <laughs> yes. You mean the uh, Vulcan neck pinch? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> or, and some people like to hang, hang ties and hide in closets. So basically, you're just choking. Correct. Until you pass out, and then but, suddenly you but, don't feel any but, more pain. But, see, here's the thing. See, the people who were drowning were just trying to do this, but then we blew smoke up their ass. <laughs> and they got pissed off about it. And then they got mad about it, and then they had to get the holes drilled in their head. Yep, and then they realized that they were, like Ken said, lousy with blood. Yep. And so they got that all taken care of. So then they put leeches on their body, but actually it was actually the leeches got turned into a paste. They used to called it mouse paste, but it was actually leech paste. So like if you did all these things at one time, you would be one messed up individual. Right. And then you tasered your balls. Would, you'd have to, no, you wouldn't taser them. You'd electric catfish them. It's different. Right. Oh, well, yeah, but I'm not going that fishing. I'm not, I'm not going to go fishing for catfish, get electrified. I can buy a taser at the supermarket. But then you're not getting the full electric catfish effect, man. That's like 10 times more powerful. I'm like amplifying my pain relief. You'd have to be some kind of sadist. <laughs> Or, I'm sorry, masochist, I should say. Uh, masochist. Everybody is. In their own yeah, little way. I guess so. Well, there you have it. Eight pain relievers that everybody should try. Sign me up for at least none of them. Well, wait, there's more. You have more painkillers? No. No, if, you, if you act now, you can expect, you can also get a low, a, a high mortality rate and a shortened life expectancy. That's true. Double the it's like going out without a mask. All right. All so right. We got, so we got some movies to talk about. Yeah, we got some movies. We got some. So some one of us, I forget who, posed a question a couple of weeks ago um, because we're kind of sick of remakes. And uh, we decided what movies we wanted to find out what movies we thought are perfect the way they are and should never be remade. And then what movies should be remade because they are either not good the first time or could be so much better the second time. Right. And it was Danan. So it was Danan. It was Danan. It was Danan. And then at the last second, we also added movies that we wish had sequels. Right. All right. So, so who wants to go first? Well, we we started and we each contributed three. Yeah. Um, I, of I the, at least of at least the first two. How many did you have, Jonathan? Uh, I have. I got ten, six, and ten. Jesus, we're, we're, I said three, man. Three. I can't count. It's that you know new math method for staying at home. Because you're damn colorblind. All right. Oh, and, <laughs> right. and because I'm colorblind. Right. All right. So, I guess I'll start with, okay, the first one we'll do will, will be the movies that we think should never be redone. Okay. Ever. Because they're perfect the way they are. And I think 
number one on that list, at least for me, and probably for is, some of you. I know, I know what it is. It's, it's yours is going to be Back to the Future. That actually is on my list, but it's not my number one. My number one that should not be redone, and they threatened to do this, was The Princess Bride. Right. Should never be redone. Ken, what do you think about that? Absolutely agree. Uh, Jonathan, have you seen The Princess Bride? I've seen bits and parts of it, but I can't remember actually watching it through the whole thing. Jen told, oh, wow. me, Jen told me within like the past two months that we had to sit and watch it, and we just haven't done it yet. Yeah, it's got Andre Giant, one of your heroes in it. Yep, I know. My, num- my number two movie that should never be redone is probably probably one of the most perfect movies ever made um is Casablanca um because number 1 one of the the things i love most about this movie is is it has some of the best dialogue on film and if you redo it you're going to ruin that for me um i know ken probably agrees with me on this oh absolutely there's no there's no way i can ever stomach anyone aside from Humphrey Bogart playing uh well basically no i think not just rick not just bogey anybody in that movie that movie is perfectly cast you're never gonna find another peter laurie no you're not it's perfect and then jonathan he did guess my number three my number three is back to the future because you can't remake perfect in fact they actually did redo it because they picked eric stoltz before michael j fox and they reshot it so that's all they get it's perfect the way it is leave it the fuck alone and let's go to let's go, Jonathan. Give us your top three, never to be redone. Oh, I can't give you top three, dude. I got six. All right, so well, well, just give me three of them well, for now. Well, one of them was Back to the Future, so we'll skip that one. Yep, skip that one. Um, my number one would probably be Shawshank Redemption. Solid. Oh yeah, don't you can't redo that. Nope. No, not at all. Uh, number two. Inception. You probably couldn't redo it if you tried. <laughs> no. And see, uh, see, this is wait, wait before you before you move on. See, now they redid Total Recall, and it was a fail because Total Recall is one of those movies that's too perfect you can't redo, and they tried to do it. I feel like they'd be at the same result if they tried to do Inception. See, I didn't mind the Total Recall remake. It wasn't as bad as people said it was, and. While it's not one of my favorite movies, I didn't hate it. All right, what's your three? Dude, I only got two. I got three more here, so let's go through them all. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, yeah, but you're not, they're not ever going to redo that. Nobody's ever going to want to redo that. Right. Uh, Next on my list is Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't. Tom Hanks is it. Yep. And then last on my list is Short Circuit. Uh, I don't know. I wonder if if they could do that one. Well, they would try and jazz it up too much and put in a bunch of robot fights. Right. It would become real steel. Yeah. Yeah, If you're not going to use the original Johnny Five, there's no point. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say it could be redone. But it shouldn't be redone because they're going to screw it up. the The fail rate on that is too high. Exactly. All right. So there's my no remakes. You may continue. 
<laughs> well, also, one thing we're forgetting about Short Circuit is Steve Gutenberg. Right. You can't you can't remake Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> All right, let's nobody go to Danan. Yeah, nobody makes okay. it. Good. We're doing never remake. Never never to remake um, again. It's perfect the way it is. Okay. Uh, first on the list, better off dead. I concur, it's, sir. Yeah, I mean that's that's John Cusack at his best, I feel. I mean, he's done great stuff, and I like a lot of his stuff, but that one is just... He wasn't even John Cusack yet. He just did it. Perfect. Um, Goonies? Although, that's another one that, like, technically you could redo it, but they would totally screw it up, so you can't. Um, Big Trouble Little China? Another one. Oh. I, I feel like a bunch of these are in in like you could redo it, but I mean Kurt Russell, you're never gonna get back. Some of the special effects, you know, could have been punched up a little bit, but really, that was a great one. Um, uh, Shawshank Redemption was on mine. Um, yeah, again, Jaws. Like you could redo it, but you would seriously remake the six scenes the shark is in and that's it and not even like as it would immediately be like a giant flying shark that eats the whole boat and everyone's like you know they do too much like if you could be just sharknado. overlay right just just really tastefully overlay the robot shark with better cgi it doesn't do anything else it doesn't nothing else happens it just looks a little cleaner like that's all i would But, uh, okay. And then uh, Blade Runner, because it's we're done. There's no more. Please stop. I like the concept. The universe yeah. is bad, but it just needs to stop. Yeah. So that's actually my my list of the things that I wish they would remake. Apparently, but right, but it's never going to happen. All right. So. Ken, Kenison? you're up, sir. Uh, no remakes. Ghostbusters? Okay. They tried that. No, tried it once, completely failed. You learned your lesson. That was all you got. The Star Wars franchise. <laughs> Except for they're doing that. Yeah, they, they shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just stand there wait, in your wait, wrongness. Wait, wait, wait. You just stand there in your wrongness and be wrong. Accept it. They have to stand on their own. Okay. Right. We'll get like a timeout, like a twenty-year timeout until someone else comes along who can do it right. Like, nope. No, I disagree. I want them to redo it now, especially, especially if George Lucas is going to do it. He's not going to be along for very long. Fine. So who let's cares? just get the cast is already, the original cast has already started to die off. No, 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 no. They're not going to redo uh four, five, and six. They're redoing seven, eight, nine. I know. But you can't tell the story from 7, 8, and 9 without the original cast in some capacity, and they've already started to die off. Mm, I think you could. Time will tell. Anyways, continue, sir. And uh, expanding on the Forrest Gump claim, any movie with Tom Hanks. You you said you can't redo any movie with Tom Hanks? Can't, can't redo any movie with Tom Hanks. You can totally redo Sleepless in Seattle. No, you can't. No, you can't. I think I think that, you can. that that story does not fit in our in our modern times. 
There's no way yeah, to tell well, that story. There's no way. To, there's no way to hit the plot points in that story and tell it for a modern audience. Well, okay, they already did it once. You're right with who's got mail. So it's got no. Who's got mail? You've got mail won't work either. And neither will Joe. Well, Joe versus the volcano could theoretically work. No Meg Ryan Tom Hanks movie could be redone in the in, in this day and age. I don't. You know what? I don't want. See, I would rather have. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan movies that's not Joe versus the Volcano because that movie's awesome. Right? Well, yeah, we're talking about one's not. I love Joe versus the Volcano. That's my favorite Tom Hanks movie. Right. You can't favorite... remake that one. You can't remake any of them. You can't make, remake any of them. My favorite Tom Hanks is Thomas, uh, not, uh, what's the name of it? Thomas the Tank Engine? Is that? <laughs> no, uh-huh. it's not Thomas Polar the Tank. Express? Is that the, we just watched the go-to Tom Hanks? Goes to college. Oh, you can absolutely remake Polar oh. Express. It's the movie where he goes to college. The movie oh. where he goes to college. Larry Crown? Yeah, Larry Crown. Why do they need to remake that? No, they don't. That's my favorite one. I love that movie. See, there's not a Tom Hanks movie that should really be they should not be remaking any of them. I say I actually I do say they can remake Big. No? It, it wouldn't it wouldn't have the same effect. Again, again, okay. you can't you can't tell that story for a modern audience. You know what? You could. Cell you could tell the internet, movie. social media. They've all ruined it. No, you could tell the burbs. You could do the burbs. Ooh, the burbs could be fun. Could yeah, should I don't think so. I know. Well, but, again, but yeah. you could you could yeah. remake the burbs. I wouldn't, but you can. I say they, that I, I, say, I say they can't. I can't. It wouldn't be any good. They wouldn't do it right. Oh, well, be, I agree with um, you. No, it would be Hello Neighbor is what we would do. Uh, have you guys heard of the video game Hello Neighbor? No. Um, it's Well, okay, so it's super popular with kids and YouTubers and stuff. And it's essentially this guy, there's a big weird house, all kinds of stuff added onto it and crazy nonsense. And the person moves in across the street and wants to know what's in the basement. And you got to do like a bunch of puzzle bullshit to get to the basement. Um and it's like this, you think he's a horrible person, you think there's bodies in the basement and all this stuff, just like in the burbs. Oh, you could get the funding for it. We do Hello Neighbor by not ruining the burbs, but it's basically the same movie. We totally lift that script and put it into this other thing. We get best of both worlds. New okay, one. Okay, but see, again, you're not remaking the burbs. Okay, right. No, we're not. But we're, we're, we're getting as close as we can without ruining it. <clears throat> see, right, I would... Right. I would... I would take your idea, Danon, and instead of like Hello Neighbor, I would just do my version of Maniac Mansion. Ooh. If I would you know what that, that game is. I would say the one Tom Hanks movie that you could redo. And there's no point, they're never gonna do it because it'd be lost on a modern audience, is Dragnet. Mm, right. Because that wasn't even like mm. Which is itself a remake of the T V show. So that's my list. Yeah, okay. So. All right. There's there's Ken's. Dana, you got something before we move on? No, no, no. I was just thinking. So, so what do we what do we want to see remade? Well, so that's where we're at. Dana already did his. All right. So, Dana, do you want to start? Do you want to start us off with what do we want to see remade? Sure. Uh, All right. I mean, 
so top on my list, just because it is my least favorite movie ever, I Am Legend. I just want them to do the book. It's not that hard. It would have been cheaper, honestly, and easier and more psychologically yeah, thrilling to do the book. So that's their third try. You know that, right? How, how do you make a movie about a book whose entire point is the twist and then not do the twist? What the hell? It just it never stops pissing me off. Like it is guaranteed to raise my heart rate every time I see it. But no, I haven't seen the other ones before it. Yeah, I, I mean. So I think I think one of them's called um. Oh, the last man on earth, maybe. Mm. Um, it stars um. The horror guy, the horror movie guy. Help me out, Ken. Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Where he's, yeah, he's he's the last man on earth. Yeah, it's called Last Man on Earth. Um, it's actually closer. Okay. To the novel. Um, it just doesn't have all the special effects. But basically, Vincent Price plays uh, Will Smith's part. Yeah, I mean there weren't special effects in the book. It was just vampires. Yeah. You should check out Last Man on Earth. I think you might enjoy it probably better than I Am Legend, to be honest with you. I would, but I could see, yeah, that. they need to do it right. You're right. Yeah, okay, so that one. Um, next on the list, He-Man. Right, oh, yes, they need to get that right. 80s. Like, I mean... Everything about that movie was wrong and dumb. And I think if you if you tried, I think you could do like a pretty funny version of a He-Man where you did some inside jokes to the franchise. If you stayed true to the spirit of the characters, uh, you could do a pretty good like action comedy. Whatever they did, I, I don't even understand what it was. They only used like oh, wow, two people. A... He-Man right? Skeletor, and that's it. Brought them all to, like, suburban America. Yeah, that's what I loved about that fantastic, magical show. How much time they spent in, like, flushing? I, that was dumb. <laughs> um, it was really bad, and I agree with you. Okay, The Last Starfighter. I think that one could be a really Oh, why do you want to remake that, dude? That movie's great. That movie was so heavy on on special effects that did not come through. The characters in it were great, but I think you could find a new cast of of lovable, plucky people, uh, and and kick that one out of the park. I think you could do great with that. Yeah, you might be right. Although I love the original, the the remake might be pretty decent. It's been a while since I've seen the original, and I'm not feeling like it's going to hold up very well. It actually holds up okay. You'd be surprised. Really? Okay. Yeah. But the whole concept of, like, yo, I was really good at this video game, and now I'm going to go into space and fight things, like, that would totally play right now. Oh, it would. You're right. Um, All right. So who, who, what else you got? You got more? Well, okay. Spider-Man 3, Spawn, and Beastmaster. 
Ooh, a Beastmaster remake. That one, again, is on the fence, I understand. Yeah, um, I don't know about that one. But I think the concept could be redone. But I don't know. I, you know, it's been a while since I've seen that one. I think they did a really good job with the practical effects in that one, as it was. I feel like something got yeah, lost in the end. Let me... I hear they're remaking Spawn anyway. Oh, yeah, that was a horrible movie. Yeah, that's in the works. It could be good. Alright, that's my list. That's, that's okay. actually a pretty solid list there, Danon. So who wants to go next? Um, I got some stuff. Alright, Ken, tell us what should be remade, sir. Howard the Duck. I agree 100%. Okay. It's it's time. The gra the, um, graphics are at the point where it could be visually stunning. Yeah, it's I it's no time. Idea he was supposed to be like a superhero comic book person. This is such a weird movie. Yeah, they didn't really touch on that in the film, which I think is uh, they easily fold him into the MCU with everybody else. It's all doable. Yeah. Isn't he in one of the the, the teasers? He is. He's yeah. yeah. He's in uh, Guardians. Okay. Yeah. If I remember correctly. He's the collector hasn't. <clears throat> so again, we've already seen him, so that could work. Yeah. Um. Pearl Harbor. Mm, okay. Um, because I you know I'd like them to get it right this time. Oh yeah, that they blew they they screwed that movie up. Yeah, they screwed the pooch on that so hard. And you know, the, it's one of those situations where the story itself is riveting enough you don't have to interpret it. Just tell the story. Um so do that and then do a sequel told from the perspective of one of the Japanese pilots. Yeah, like they did with Iwo Jima. Yeah. Yeah. Um Starship Troopers. Really? You want to remake Starship Troopers? I love I that movie. I, 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 don't. Think, I think that with a young, I, it could be made fresh for a new audience with a younger cast. Um, the graphics would be better. There's there's opportunity there. They can they, they can really make something of it if they do it right. right. Like the, at the very least, expand the universe. I think that's yeah. probably possible. Tell stories in there. Yeah, Jonathan, you were gonna say something about Starship Troopers. Yeah, I can't see them remaking that one. No, yeah, I mean, I like how it is. I can, I can, however, see Ken's point with the effects and everything, but I really love the characters in that. I think they really picked the, the right characters. And I'm not even, like, who's a fan of Casper Van Dien? Seriously. But he was right for that role. I mean, they've had newer ones come out since then. And... Oh, but they're they're just, they're crap. Well, yeah, but th that's the same thing. They're not going to be able to do it. But they can They can do it. It's, with a reboot, they could do it. Okay, so I've got, I've got two more. That's that's my three, but I've got two more. All right, go ahead. Uh, the Harry Potter series. But they have to do each book as a mini-series. Okay. So they're not skipping over a bunch of shit, and they can actually get into the detail of it. Okay, that's not a bad idea. And any film based on Arthurian legend... But you just tell the fucking story. Yeah, instead of playing around with all the romance, just tell no, the story. No, just, just tell the story. The story itself has been a staple of great literature 
for 600 years. Just tell the story. I have I have actually one of those that's kind of like that. We'll go to Jonathan and then we'll finish up with mine. I only no, have three. No, you do yours and then I'll do my list. Why? How many do you have? I have ten. Too oh, many. Jesus. All right, here yeah, we I go. Press this podcast. <laughs> here we go. Here's my three for movies that should be redone. <clears throat> Number one, Nosferatu. Bring that out of the silent age. Rocket and the Big Screen. Nobody still to this point has ever done a Dracula movie correct, and that is the closest one. And it was made in like 1927. So you're not counting Ed Wood? I'm not counting Ed Wood. Good. The next one, because I think it's time for this movie, and I think it would crush it, even though the original is great. And that's All's Quiet on the Western Front. Ooh, yeah. What isn't that sexy? Doesn't that sound I could, sexy, I Ken? Totally, I could totally get into that. Oh yeah, be so good redone right now. And my third one, and Danon will agree with me on this because it was such a travesty when they put it on the on the on the screen, big screen, that it should be wiped off this earth. Is the Dark Tower? Do it fucking right. Oh my God! What was even the point of any of that bullshit? It was bullshit. It's it's a movie that should not exist. It's terrible. Do it do it fucking right. Start with a gunslinger and finish it with the Dark Tower. Do oh, it right. Finish it with like three other books. Can we do that? I'm, uh, I'm we can stop right at, up until we're staying true to the books. <laughs> we can stop. We can stop actually following the books after Wasteland. But just do it right. God damn it! It was so terrible and disappointing when I saw that movie. I was not happy about it at all. And just because um, you guys threw a, threw a couple extra out there, I'm going to throw one more extra because it was on my list, but I scratched it off. And that is the live adaptation of The Hobbit. Fucking do it right. Mm-hmm. And number one, don't ever remake the cartoon. But no. if well, you're going to do a live action, do it right. It doesn't need to be three movies either. No. Just tell the story, like Ken said. Just tell the story. Yeah. All right, Jonathan, you're up. What movie should be redone, sir? All right, let's blow through these. These are in no particular order until the last three. Okay. Number one, he's just not that into you. I, I don't know, but I'll take your word for it. The movie uses a lot of things like analog phones and t- uh, answering machines and stuff like that. So it can be redone and updated with newer technology. Um, dating back then was done via the films, you know, you'd go film yourself. So we have like dating apps now and all that stuff and Tinder and whatnot. So, okay. It'll be fun. All right. Uh, breakfast club. No. Ooh, that's a date. No. Um, no. You know what, Ken? I'm going to disagree. You can totally redo the back Breakfast Club and bring it up to date. It will not be as good as the original. Oh, no. But for the younger youngsters of today. So why bother? Yeah, I don't know. It'd be just, like redoing Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Just to make money. Right. Well, but I guess if they're never going to see it, and if they do, they won't relate to it. There's so many things that are off. I mean, can you, can you do the genuine spirit of that movie? Beat for beat, if not the actual dialogue. I think there would be a way to pull it off. 
I don't, Do they I don't have think detention so. anymore? Wouldn't it be like an active shooter drill that they all have? Like, they survive together? Become best friends? That's sad that you had to bring that up. Then also, kids, says that that's possible. Kids these days kind of tend to defy classification more astutely than they did back then. You know, you guys are you guys talking about this has made me realize that Thirteen Reasons Why is pretty much the remake of this. Yeah, there you go. Right. Honestly, it is. Also, Mean Girls. Yeah. Anyway, next. Uh, next on my list is Stargate. Well, they okay. have a TV show. Yeah, but let's get some new cool graphics and stuff with it. Yeah, that seems like a thing nobody would... I mean, there'd be a very small percentage of people who would be very upset that we did that, but most everybody, if we did it right, would be fine. Right. I don't think you, I don't think you need to remake Stargate. I think you need to do another sequel. Like, go back to Stargate. No, no, no. Nobody knows what Stargate is. Yeah, it's well, a lost generation now between two... Two generations, so it just if they rebooted, then they'd have a better chance to do more sequels after. I feel. All right, you got a point. All right, next on my list is the X Men movie. Jeez, plural. Oh God, yeah, they're all terrible. Uh, I think no, we've already... Well, we I think we know that Disney's going to do that. Well, yeah, that's a gift. They're going to completely reboot this entire thing. The X-Men needs to be a new Mandalorian series. Like, just do it long-form, fall in love with them, they go on missions, stuff happens, you're gonna play heavy into the relationships anyway. If you do it in a movie, it's gonna ruin the whole I could see him doing that. I'd be okay with that. I don't know why everybody assumes that you have to do this hour-and-a-half movie still. Like, the format's out there. The, the pedigree has changed. Just tell the story. And it's almost certainly going to be two seasons on Netflix. Like, just let's call that the new movie. Yeah, I can see that. Well, All if right. you can tell a tight 90, do it. But, you know, if you can't, admit it. So I know Ken and Pete are going to disagree with me on this one. Ooh. But they should remake Gone with the Wind. Yeah. I was thinking that, but um, what they do is they're just really nice to the slaves all the time, but in the background you can hear people getting beaten. But they're all just, I'm just super nice. It, it's called 12 Years a Slave. We were all there and nobody enjoyed it. Right. So, so Gone with the Wind, I freaking hate that movie. Like, I hate it. Like, it's I, I cannot sit through that movie. I do not like Clark Gable at all. But I just, uh, I am not a fan of that movie. So you can do which, whatever you want. Which is that why movie. it needs to be remade. What's that? That's why it needs to be you know, remade. Like, exactly. Because I hate that if, movie too. If Clark Gable were alive and working in Hollywood today. He would be a gaffer. <laughs> in Hollywood today, he would, he would, def no, he would definitely be accused of some sexual misconduct. Alright. Oh, yeah. Okay. Moving on. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the next two out there with no discussion, because mm. one one is Star Wars. Okay. The original New Hope, or just in general. In in general, um, okay. including the original three, but in a very specific way. 
All right, and what's your other one? Uh, The Matrix. And then I got my top three. Mm. Well, let's hear them. All right. Yeah, let's hear your top three. Mario Brothers. I thought about that one, but I couldn't come up with a way that you would do a good Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, it's called not casting John Leguizamo. Well, I mean, oh, Hoskins is dead. So many reasons that that was a terrible movie. But what does the good? What's the storyline of the good Mario Brothers movie? The storyline in the game just make it rad. What's the? But that's just he goes to a dungeon to rescue the princess. That's storyline. Yeah, it's a dungeon hopper. It's no, like no, uh, yeah. Tomb Raider or Indiana Jones. Oh, Mario is Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is a fat plumber. That would be awesome. Right? If he's hurling shells and fireballs. Okay, no, no. I'm on board. You win. See? Indiana Jones. Italiano Mario. It ended up being several books, though. (laughs) That's okay. It's it's, whatever. I think it's the fourth time I do that movie. I want to see him with that mustache, though. I want him to be like a little bit crazy, a little unhinged. He's kind of the De Niro in a Taxi Driver, but an Italian plumber, superhero style book. Yeah, yes. it would be hilarious. This is perfect. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm on board. All right, my next one's a two for one, and it's Dragon Ball Z and Avatar: The Last Airbender. Sure. Any anything you can do to either one of those would be done. Exactly. There's they just have to be redone. That's a simple fact. And my last one is the Care Bears. <laughs> the Care Bears? Like the Care Bear animated cartoon? You want to redo that? Yeah, as live action. Like, would you guys... are, we, are we doing a gritty reboot? Oh, no, not we gritty reboot. We're doing live action. Care Bears. Live action Care Bears. I want, I want them to do live care action Care Bears? <laughs> yeah, live action Care Bears. That's no, what I want. It's never going to happen. That's what I want, well, Ken. I mean, it's not that you're doing. not going to get it. It will happen. It's totally possible. You could get a Jungle Book like or a Lion King esque version of Care Bears, but it's still CGI. Well, yeah, it's still oh, CGI, yeah. but, but the kids, my point. The, the kids that they saved will be real. Yeah. The parents will be real. Yeah, the bears are still CGI, though. It's not live action. Oh, sure. Well, you know, we yeah, can yeah, we yeah, get I mean, live action. You say Sonic movie was a, a a live action film, even though Sonic was clearly CGI. Well, there you go. There's my top redos. Care Bears, nice. Interesting. All right, we're running out of time, so. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna fast through my sequels. I want to back yeah, to the future. Yeah, just quick. Everybody, just blast through your sequels yep. real quick. Back to the Future, Jumper, District Nine, Hancock, Me Before You, Salt. Nightmare Before Christmas, The Truman Show, Real Steel, Tron, and Short Circuit. Good God, man. They made a sequel to Short Circuit. You want another one? I want I want number three to happen. Oh. All right. And Ken, go. <clears throat> National Treasure. King Ralph. <laughs> and Battleship, but it's a different game. It's just, it's so it's characters, different so, game. So it's Monopoly this time? Oh, no, 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 no. Like a Stratego or something. Okay. That would be... But it's still Aliens? 
risk. They've like risk. committed. Yeah. Right. How do you make a sequel to Me Before You? He dies. <laughs> uh, there's there's the rest of the books. All right, Dane, and you're up. Um, I actually didn't have anything on the list, but now that we're thinking about it, I want a remake and a sequel, Ender's Game and Ender's Shadow. Um, and again, like basically anything with a book in it, source material, people. If you want to do your own thing, do your own thing. Otherwise, stick to the source material. All right. Um, actually, I did have. Well, go ahead. Okay, wait. No, go ahead. I was gonna say I was gonna do mine, but if you got one more to add, go for oh. it. Well, I had one. You said um, one undecided uh, as far as to remake or not remake. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. You're mi- you're muting your microphone somehow. Um, Poltergeist. Is it perfect, uh, or could it be remade? You could remake it. You know why? You know why it's not scary for kids anymore? Because kids don't know what white noise is. <laughs> They've never well, had a TV go off the air. Scarier. They don't know maybe what that means. That's possible. That could be remade. Okay. I could see right. that remaking that. All right, so here's my three for sequels. And actually, what's funny about that is it's two of the movies that's on um, Danan's Do Not Redo list. Um, I'd love to see a sequel to Big Trouble in Little China. The sequel? I mean, I'm talking I'd love about to the sequel. A, I'd love to see the sequel for The Last Starfighter. And my third one is kind of a guilty pleasure and kind of a quite unknown movie, horror movie. It's called Dead Alive. Or yeah. brain dead. I would love to see a sequel to that with Peter Jackson directing again, because I think that would be absolutely hilarious. And buckets of waterfalls, blood. waterfalls, oceans of blood. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think it would be hilarious, and I'm sure Peter Jackson would do it because he's not really doing anything right now. Well, that's not true. He's developing that. Uh, he's developing the Tolkien series. Oh, is he? Yeah, they're doing the Silmarillion. Oh really? That'll be weird. What are they going to do with a history book? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, they're going to tell... I think they're going to flush out some of the uh, some of the entries into it, and, like, you know... It's supposed to be a series. TV okay. series. I mean, I guess nobody can get mad at him for doing it different. I mean, some of those entries are, like, a couple of paragraphs. I mean, there's some stories in there, and then there's a bunch of just... It's a... He wrote a history book. For yeah. his world. Yeah. Ah. Man, that guy was crazy. Like in the best kind of way. Super crazy. All right. Well, that's our or movies. Some sort of a trans-dimensional being. Yeah, I, I'd lean towards that one. Hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to take shower so, thoughts till next time. Yeah, let's save shower thoughts. Let's call it. And uh, I think that was another fun little discussion. You want to just toss yours in there, Pete? What's that? You want to toss your shower thought in there? What what shower oh, thought? The one from earlier. That one. Oh, that got recorded already. Oh, yeah, okay. I think I think we recorded that. that. Actually, I'm gonna end this but with think... two. I'm gonna end this with two shower thoughts. I'm gonna give them two. Somebody just right, go decided to order a pizza somewhere. Maybe the person listening to this podcast just hit the submit button 
on their order for a pepperoni pie. And guys, remember this fact, that pooping is a great metaphor for life. When you consume directly, what you consume directly impacts what you put out into this world. Holding or bottling things in has unpleasant consequences, and it's much more difficult to accomplish the task if you put too much pressure on yourself. So sometimes you just have to shit. Yeah. There you guys go. Enjoy episode 68 of the Flix Podcast. We will catch you all next time. Peace. Peace out.